Disturbed on this week's break. We're only gonna break down every hit classic song from Disturbed. Welcome back to the break room, our daily show that keeps you updated all nerdy news you need to know. Uh, I'm Jessica Clemens, but coming up, we have some Han Solo joining the MCU. <laughs> Good lord. Barbie's Ken is getting lit on fire. Uh -oh. Are we bringing back BBW? BBW's back. It's time, it's time for BBW, baby, and we're not talking about a barbecue. <laughs> 2022 Emmy nominations have been announced, and who got the uh, who got the nods, and who will have to settle with just having superhero bods? Mm. Yeah, they all have superhero bods. It's really, uh, truly, they do. I do not. And you know, <laughs> but you know who does? Brandon Barrick. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I am mid-hero bond. You're built like Not Thor. Super. I say that every day I come into this office. You say that? I've never heard you say that before. That's <laughs> <laughs> what she whispers as you walk I in. Show up yeah, that's that's the Mm -hmm. Um. Well, also here with us today is Erica Wusu. Hey, everybody. Uh, woo. How you doing, internet? How you doing, internet? And Koi. Hey. <laughs> Such a warm welcome every no, time. Wow. I feel so loved. So yeah, welcome. Welcome. Give you thank class. you, thank you. It's, it's the aggressive Boston that you that. showed oh, up God. in. <laughs> Homesick. Looking like a Celtic. He yeah, right. I'm mailed to him. Boston. God. I hate it. Oh I hate this. I'm from the West Coast. Pacific Northwest to be exact, so complete opposite from you. Today's redemption is still Thor-themed. For every $100, we will be swearing, but in honor of the guy who puts the ass in Asgardian, Thor, we will be using the jar of ancient Viking curse words. Also this week, we are introducing two week-long stretch goals. First, if we hit 1,000, Tommy Bechtold will get any haircut that we choose. Yeah, live on the show Friday, Tommy will get a haircut if we wow. raise $1,000 over the week. That's, I, that, that's going to happen. And also, who said that we are eligible to cut hair, you guys? That's part of the fun. Yeah, that's part of the fun is we if we do the bowl cut, I'm yeah. putting a bowl on top and going across. Right, he's got a lot of hair to work with. Getting the wheel buyers. Will decide what cut he's gonna yeah. And we'll be using oh, yeah. uh, a manscaped razor. Yes. <laughs> that that episode has to be sponsored a little extra. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. If we cross two thousand dollars told this week, uh the break room will go gentle minions challenge this weekend. And by us, mainly Zach. Zach will go. We'll I am definitely not, make Zach go. I am not being forced into this again. I'm not going! Jessica will put on Zach, a suit. I'll put on a suit. Mm. Zach will put on a suit. Last time, Zach for, was like, we're all going to see Morbius for the third time. Oh and then God. we, everyone bailed, except for me. So it was Morbin time just for <laughs> and you. He, he got a white shirt, wrote Morbin time on it. <laughs> and it was just you. It was oh, just me and him, amazing. and I was like, right. Zach, why am I here? <laughs> God, it was horrible. But let's get into this. Let's start. Yeah, yeah, let's kick it off with some headlines. Woo. Woo. Did the graphic play? I can't see. It, it hasn't. Oh, okay. There it is. Oh, there it is. Oh, beautiful. Headlines. Oh, beautiful. First. Uh -oh. Is it? Is it? Is oh, it? the Morbid Time shirt. It's there it is. Time. Yeah. Time. It's always Morbid Time. Worn by Zach. We're selling that for $10,000. <laughs> Send in your bids right away. Hey, here's our first headline. Beanie Feldstein out in Funny Girl? What? Uh, just kidding. But what a crazy story that is. Uh, Josh Horowitz from MTV News spoke with, the, spoke with Ryan Gosling about a potential role in the MCU and addressed the Nova rumors floating around the internet. People thinking he might be in Nova. Horowitz said, quote, Ryan and I chatted. What a flex. Uh, about the Nova rumors yesterday, which he said aren't true. But this morning, Ryan reached out to me to say there is one superhero he wants to play, and that superhero is Ghost Rider. 
Well, Nicholas Cage did. No, Nicholas Cage was like, over my dick. Also, do you think Ryan like texted him like in the morning, like, hey, hey I just want. I just, I, I realized I forgot yeah, to yeah. mention I'm a well, big like, yeah. Johnny Blaze. He woke him up and he's like, hey, uh, I don't know if I said this, but I want to be Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think of him like in the drive jacket, yeah, yeah. but he's like silent all night. He's, and he's yeah, like, it's time. He's just Josh. He sent him the the bank robbing footage from Place Beyond the Pines. It's like I can ride a motorcycle. Look at me. I'm Ghost Rider. To be honest, though, like between the penance stare and the fact that the character is so interesting in mythology and like the things that Ryan Gosling seems to be drawn to are roles where he can be very expressive in like silence. Like there's a lot of like that undercurrent that I think would work. Like I see why he's drawn to it. I mean, you gotta pay for Gosling and have a fire skull the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, gotta, you gotta get on the bike too. Just get a body in there. I don't there. want him as Nova or Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's great as Ken and that's where he's gonna stay in the BBW. I'd like him as Cyclops. They go older with the uh, the cast. Oh, he's my Cyclops. Cyclops. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Well, we'll have to see. Next headline. Deadline is reporting that Alden Ehrenreich has been cast in the upcoming Disney Plus Ironheart series. There are no details on who he will be playing. Uh, this was, of course, young Han Solo. You all loved him so much in that role. You loved the film. You saw it so many times in theaters. Uh, and... It did so well. It did so well, it killed the Star <laughs> yeah, Wars movie it, it spinoff made franchises. made them make Kenobi into a series instead of a movie. Uh, oh. But yeah, he's coming to Ironheart. Is he going to be related to Justin Hammer? That's all I care about. Dude, I would kill for that. Mm, I, I want Hammer back more than I most things. Hammer I want his, so his dyed hands. I want his sunscreened hands. <laughs> but I, I do think like Alden wasn't the problem with that movie. And I think a lot of people have realized that. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think that movie yeah. is as flawed as some people do, but I also don't think he is any of the problem. So I'm glad that Disney's like, hey, Here's a big show. Let's get you back I think on that's top. That's got to be like a lot of pressure to come back in. I mean, even Oscar Isaacs had talked about like coming into Moon Knight. He was like, I don't know if I want to go through this again. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. having been like Apocalypse and then going through Star Wars and dealing with like all the pressure of like. Alden's such a good actor though. Like he's like a Hail Caesar. Uh, the full disclosure: he and I did Speed the Plow together. We did David Mamet play together. Me and Alden and the dude oh. is shameless name drop for the oh, guy. Let's see a monologue. Um, come but, on. Uh, right? but, but he's able to do so much with like, kind of like Gosling, he's able to be really contained and then just like have emotion. And I feel like you want someone that's that capable of being immediately endearing. Like when you have a cast like Ironheart where you're introducing a new hero, when you're doing a tech that you're used to, when you're bringing in a whole new world, you've got to have characters immediately work. So an actor like Alden who you feel something for right away, it's really smart. Zach joked about it on Slack today, but could he be yet another version of Howard Stark? Somehow. Like he's a middle one? Like, like he's, he's not like a younger <laughs> Howard Stark than we not saw. Not slattery, but also <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, a younger Howard Stark than Agent Carter. <laughs> but not quite that old yet. Huh? Yeah? No. Into it. I, I'm sorry, Post I'm looking at the chat where they're like, I love Solo, and I am one with the chat. I actually remember watching Solo and being like, I love this movie. Oh, it's coming back I around. I the reviews, I was like, wait, why? <laughs> wait, why do they hate it? Hey, next headline. In a phone call with Insider, Taika Waititi revealed that Guardians of the Galaxy were originally going to come back at the end of the film, uh, but he ultimately shelved the idea. Here's what his quote. The thing is that happens in every movie. No more, no more of the cavalry coming in at the end, so we just shelved the idea. We just wanted Jane to come in at the end. So it sounds like there was maybe this idea that the Guardians show back up again, much like Han Solo in the trench run, mm-hmm. to help at the very end and be like, we're here, we're gonna shoot gore for you, but they scrapped it. Would you have wanted to see the Guardians again at the end of Thor, Love, and Thunder, or were you fine just I was fine with, with the beginning? Yeah, I liked how they wrapped it up with Jane <laughs> coming through. Yeah, that, that was adequate. 
<laughs> it feels so weird to finally talk about it after like two weeks of doing the show. Being like, about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do think that a lot of people assume there'd be like kind of the bookend thing because the Asgardians right. of the Galaxy were set up. I do feel like it was one of those things where Taika was just handed like, here's the story you've got to do. And they're yeah, like, Guardians are here. Them. And I do kind of feel like they were pushed out and I would have liked to see more of them, but maybe not here. Like yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for the holiday special in Guardians 3. Yeah, mm. I would love if there's a little Thor in Guardians 3. Like we kind of see the other side of it at yeah. the very beginning and then... And a little Rashomon action. See where it splits off there. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a little flashback of him on the ship, just hang or some more goats. Yeah, yeah, more yeah, of the yeah, goats, more, goat more of the screaming goats. Uh, Watiti in this interview also revealed that uh, there was a scene with Jeff Goldblum, and of course, it got left on the cutting room floor. He's not in it. Here was his quote. He said, "A scene on its own could be the most funniest thing or intriguing thing, but sometimes those things, if you keep them in, will just make the movie screech to a halt. So you have to do what's best for the film." So they cut it. He says it's. A pacing issue, maybe. I don't know. It, they've cut so much from this film that we've we've learned about. I would. My biggest question is like, was, was maybe uh, the Grandmaster going to be killed, and then so he wasn't killed. So this is like big canon implications. Mm, right? right. There was a version. There's a timeline where he dies, and we know he's dead because yep. we don't know if the Collector's dead either. Right. He's like maybe dead, uh, and the Grandmaster's like a big, a big G god, like. I feel like with all the phase four implications of where we're going with gods and afterlives and all the things we're building to, we're gonna need characters we're familiar with that are like OG, you know, like these right. big power sets, OP and OG. You want them to be already established that way when you introduce the Celestials in a, like a broader sense. I think a lot of the reason that people didn't like Eternals was it threw a lot at you at once. Yeah. So maybe you keep some you know, that way when you get to see your ores inevitably, you've got some familiarity. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, uh, next headline, Stranger Things 4 got nominated for 13 Emmys today, including Best Drama Series. Way to go, guys. Uh, the show failed to score a single acting nomination. Yeah, uh, insane. You did, you did fine. Uh, who got snubbed in the Stranger Things cast? Sadie Sink. Sadie Sink. Sadie sure. Sadie Sink. And Eddie. Like, he was such a great yeah. debut. Eddie, we were so immediately endeared to that dude. Any person that had to cry, not the will cry that was away from the car. <laughs> <laughs> not that one. That one didn't count. Those two, though, had really good, like, I'm about to die, and this is my last moment. Here's how I'm going to convey it. Lucas oh, in the penultimate episode there? Like, Lucas's really? work, and then, the like, the finale where he's dealing can't with get, all of that? Like, goddamn, I can't get over Lucas, uh, Lucas at all. Oh, I, love, I, love Lucas. <laughs> I love Lucas, and then I'm just always like, wow, they should have put more Erica in this. Uh, I'm obsessed with his little sister. Oh, Erica's great. Erica's so perfect, mm-hmm. and I was so happy when she took his turn um, playing d and I was like, oh. Keep her in. Yeah, keep her in great. far. Yeah, she's a child, but you can keep her in. I mean, do you think maybe they're waiting for the final season and then they'll throw some like nominations out to be kind? Uh, they like to do that sometimes. Return of the shows, King. Yeah, when the shows run for yeah. a while, like yeah. they'll throw out some as, stuff at the end. As someone that cannot vote for the Emmys but <laughs> works for a show that is constantly winning Emmys, um, they don't get that much time, and there was not enough time. Mm. Because it's also like, you're like, yeah, so you're like, oh, here's part one, I already watched that, uh, but there's this other show that I already watched Mm -hmm. that I I know fully through, and then by the time they already submitted their votes, it's like, oh, here's the second part, and the second part's like a massive, I think, difference, Mm -hmm. and I think that's what the winning factor would have been, so I don't think they had enough time. Especially at Lucas, like, the second half is when they, like, they built up quietly where he was going, and all of a sudden it's like, this is the power moment. The second half just came out, like, the second half after the nomination deadline? It, oh. I, oh, might have been. It might have been. I don't know if they put it up 
I don't know. Hey, if you work for the Emmys, then please Jack, in throw, the it in the, uh, <laughs> throw it in there for also, us. Also, Midnight Mass got completely snubbed. Like, oh, Midnight oh, Mass was well, yeah, such no. a good show. Yeah, yeah, there's only so acting. many Emmys to give out. There's so many TV shows. What are we going to do? We got to keep giving it to the HBO show. <laughs> 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 uh, Lotus Flower. White <laughs> <laughs> Lotus coming in strong. White Lotus, yeah. Uh, Euphoria, these teenagers. Hey, <laughs> the MCU's Disney Plus series also got nominated for a host of Emmys, including uh, What If got nomination for Best Animated Program, as well as Voice Performance performance nominations for both Chadwick Boseman and Jeffrey Wright. Uh, Hawkeye got nominated for outstanding stunt performance, some good stunts in there. Mm -hmm. uh, Loki nabbing seven, nom seven noms, including outstanding production design for a narrative period of fantasy program. What a title. Uh, and Moon Knight scoring eight nominations, Woo! including wow. outstanding character Woo! voiceover performance for F. Murray Abraham, and a sound editing and stunt. And I, I'm so happy that Moon Knight swept that for the for Marvel. I'm so happy. Even though Loki did get a lot, I'm like, I'm so happy Moon Knight got eight. Yeah. And they just need to get one more. I needed I needed Moon Knight to get one more. Like, I was like, no acting nominations. The only acting nominations any Marvel show has gotten was Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, for one of the first yeah. one, the first Marvel show. Did Paul, Paul Pettigrew get nominated? I don't think so. Think doesn't doesn't sound uh, familiar. Yeah, right. the people that vote for the Emmys are like. Disney Plus was yeah. it? My kids no, like, this it. is a show that went to the fifties. Like uh, that's that's how the voting works. Here. Uh, we asked you guys in the chat, would you rather see Ryan Gosling as Nova or Ghost Rider? And you guys want Nova? All right, interesting. All right. Uh, and would you like to have seen more Guardians of the Galaxy in Thor four? It was close. Fifty one percent said yes. So real, real flip of the coin for y'all there. They're getting a whole movie. They're getting a whole other movie. And a Christmas special. And a Christmas special. And an I Am Groot show. And an I Am Groot show. You get that some is, Guardians. That's its own canon. Yeah, as, it's the whole as, thing. As he's so Ryan Gosling for said. Cyclops. I'm just saying. <laughs> Ever a wellspring like of quotes and interviews, Marvel exec Richie Palmer showed up at Empire's spoiler special podcast and said the MCU Phase 4 is all about Fallout from Avengers Endgame. Now, I tweeted out my rankings of all the Phase 4 films <laughs> so far stuff. and got a fair amount of guff from people in this very room. So, I want you guys to give me your rankings and I want to see if we agree or disagree. Okay. Let's bring out the board. We got it. We got mm. the whiteboard set up. I, I even made TikTok videos. I ranked them all in like length explaining them all. I did a lot of explaining this journey we're about to go on. So, come at me, chat. Oh, I got oh, reasons. Please. Don't get up. <laughs> you got it. You got it, honey. Also, later on the real rejects yeah, this week, book. I did all 37 Marvel properties this ranked from 10, worst to best. This doesn't while this chaos is sorry, uh, Brandon doesn't have a filter to stop screaming. Okay. <laughs> now okay. we're gonna talk about where I think Phase Four is heading after we rank these. So yeah, quick, I quick, would love put your put your movies in order. Of phase four. Should we all do it or should yeah, you go no, first I'll and it. then I'll do it simultaneously? Like all right, everybody, let's okay. do it. Like maniacs. You gotta mm. think really hard about it. I mean, that's it's just, it's just forever. That was it's just forever. Yeah. It's, the first one's too easy, I think. Yeah. Not fair. Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, oh, I did my uh, uh, Oh, I feel bad. Uh, Don't feel bad. I have no room. <laughs> All right. The things uh, and some recency bias might be a thing, but I feel I feel like this is this is my world. Okay. All right. All right. Yes, you do see that yellow one right there. <laughs> yes, I see your zoom insane, in. Insane I'm understanding the disparity. Okay, do you want to break break down like your thoughts? Yeah, real real quick. We don't have to make an essay about it. Okay, okay. Uh, easy. But it's not fair. They had so 20 years to work to build that fucking bridge on. Uh, this was great. Get over it, folks. Get over it. <laughs> Shang Chi. What a breath of fresh air. Uh, love the fight scene. So great. Had a lot of fun with Thor: Love and Thunder. Black Widow was good. I. 
It's always <laughs> was good. The end. Yeah. Okay, Spider-Man No Way Home was able to accomplish 20 years of summary of an experience, making my favorite character in the history of comics the character I've always dreamed of it being, while also giving a brand new origin. It established Spider-Man the Cinematic Universe's canon in a brand new way, and gave us Uncle Ben's By Way of Spider-Man Multiverse, enhancing both the Spider-Verse story, the Sinister Six story, and the Spider-Man cinematic story. Eternals, I think we're going to look back in five years as one of the great accomplishments of the MCU. It's able to introduce 12 characters and have you so invested in their characterization, you actually understand their thoughts and processes even when they're not off screen. So actions are taking place during this film, their people are not even there, and you understand their justification for those actions. And it basically establishes humans as cannon fodder and makes the Eternals both heroes and villain. What they do is sacrifices billions of lives to save us. That's an ultimate hero move. Also a very strong villainous choice. And the villains in this film are effectively human. They're sentient, they're self-aware, they're able to do things. This is a very beautifully conflicting movie about what it means to have power. Behind this, the scenes it was bad. Okay, what happened? <laughs> is, I think, one of the best solo Marvel films to date. It's able to build out its world. It's able to establish a very charming lead. It's able to establish a very charming world beyond the MCU while still touching on the MCU. One of the best expansions of the MCU to date. Thor Love and Thunder is a lot of fun. It's definitely a little uneven for me. The first half is a little too strongly comedy for the subject matter. The second half finds its tone, finds its balance. It's my favorite last five minutes of maybe any MCU film and where it lands using the title, using its impact, and some of the visuals with gore are incredible. But I do feel like it lacked some butchering and it did lack some depth in the top to make us compassionate enough to land the second half. Black Widow, I think if it came out in phase two or phase three, it would be a top 15 Marvel film. It is a Jason Bourne romp. The villain, I liked as the main villain, the Taskmaster villain didn't quite land for me because the Taskmaster choice of having her get her powers by way of digitizing things is completely contrary to the essence of the character. I don't mind changing things from the comics, but when you change the essence, that's an issue. I do think that we needed Florence Pugh. I love David Harbour. A lot more works than doesn't, but someone has to be second to last. <laughs> last for me is, I think Doctor True. Strange, the Multiverse of Madness would be an incredible what if. My issue with it is I love that we got a finally a phase four where the directors get to have their own time to shine. The directors should be able to play in their world but unfortunately, when you've got so many movies leading into a 14-year sandbox, when you sacrifice character arcs like I think they did with Scarlet Witch, we've seen a beautiful one through six arc of Scarlet Witch, then we got nine and 10. I needed to see seven and eight. They literally turned and she changed character. The beautiful thing about Scarlet Witch is her nuance, her empathy, and they kind of took that from my girl. One of the best acting performances in the MCU shouldn't be undermined with a fade. I love the visuals, I love the montages, I love the tone, I love the Raimi, but if this was a what if, incredible. Since it's in canon, mess me up. God a disgusting damn. act. Okay. Uh, let's go, baby. You got this, baby. This one had pretty colors. Oh, okay. <laughs> this one was fun, too. Oh, yeah. No, okay. Spider-Man No Way Home was fantastic. They did what all the Spider-Man movies have been trying to do for a long time, which is make Peter Parker a broke New Yorker. Love it. Love he's that. finally who he's the essence of Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, and he's my favorite superhero. If I could be anyone, I would be Spider-Man. Shang-Chi was a lot of fun. Uh, Simu Liu did a fantastic job. And, and my ranking is more so how much fun I had yes. in the theater or watching these. are supposed to be fun, entertaining comic book movies. So I liked the journey. I liked that Shang-Chi went all over the world and into that dreamy, ethereal realm with his auntie and the dragons and all that. <laughs> Very fun time. Doctor Strange, multi, uh, Multiverse of Madness, really good time. I loved how Sam Raimi got his uh, claws in there. We had zombie Doctor Strange, we had Scarlet Witch doing her thing, we had people getting chopped in half by Captain Carter's shield. Fantastic. Although I didn't like how Captain, the Captain Marvel of that universe died, just rocks falling on her. <laughs> She's way more powerful than yeah. that. She flew through Thanos' ship. That was BS, but other than that, that was cool. <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder, just saw it. Very fantastic movie, very fun. 
I did enjoy it a lot. Uh, it had to be on this half of the list for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's cool. Uh, Black Widow, very similarly to you. It should have come out like eight years ago. Um, but it was a lot of fun. David Harbour's great. Florence Pugh's great. Uh, the, the villain was a little confusing and, and kind of like a throwaway villain, I thought. Uh, love how she broke her nose to get free and uh, fuck boy, old boy up. Um, <laughs> Eternals. Fuck boy, old boy. <laughs> Eternals. A little too long. Uh, too many characters. Uh, I, I liked everybody in it. I love um, uh, Tyree. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Yes, Brian Tyree Henry and and uh, Angelina Jolie and everybody who was in it. They were great. But I, I, yeah, throw away. And also, there's still a celestial halfway out of the ocean. <laughs> And no one's no, talking we're about, about it. Out. We're about to find out it's coming. Yeah. Oh, but there's no about. It's already it's, happened. It's there. Nobody, Scheduling conflicts. Nobody mentioned it here. Nobody mentioned it here. Mm. He didn't mention anything in there. Nobody mentioned he it here. Mention it. He didn't he mention, mention it. He didn't mention it. So, yeah, that's why that's at the bottom of the list. But I'm excited for Phase 4. I've been having a good time. It's a great roller coaster. This is my ranking. If you don't like it, <laughs> too bad. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to try and make mine brief, but I think we should also acknowledge, I noticed someone in the chat, I didn't like it, said, uh, it's too woke to put one character here. And I'm going to acknowledge that the MCU has been pretty white for a very long time, <laughs> and I'm finally happy that we're getting diversity, not even only in just color, and people that have like disabilities, of people that just are different people. There's, the world's huge. Might as well be inclusive. That's why I'm starting with Shang-Chi. Sun-Chi was amazing. I think it was beautiful. Also, you have a man riding a dragon in Jordans. You're never going to see that again. Uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness for me was really great just because I love Sam Raimi. This was a Sam Raimi Evil Dead for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I love what they did for America Chavez, and I really, really love what they did for all the different versions of Doctor Strange. And so I just want, I, I want to watch this over and over and over again because Elizabeth Olsen deserves her dues, and I will always ride for Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder made me cry, which none of these movies did. Mm. Thor Love and Thunder hit me emotionally, so I think driven-wise, this is really great. I didn't say that mine realistically, like for the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe, is like, this is what the best ones are, because clearly I would, like the rest of my fellow companions, put Spider-Man at the very top. <laughs> but for me, Spider-Man, he, I, yes, it was really long in the making, and I think that was unfortunately one of its demises, that it took too long to mm, make. Okay. And I think the like they didn't make me feel for Tobey Maguire because I haven't seen him since 2003, and for me, I was uh, seven years old. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, it, didn't, it didn't pull too yeah. much for me. Eternals is one of my favorite comic books, and to see how it was written was kind of upsetting for me, plus the cast had a really hard time behind the stage or behind Ooh. the scenes. So I didn't like how they treated the cast behind the scenes, but I also just didn't like how they treated um, like Thena or Cersei. Uh, this one of my favorite comic books. I didn't like it. I'm not even gonna get into this. <laughs> I don't even need to get into that. That's beautiful. That's okay. I'm getting into. So that is our phase four ranking by experience. It's by your own yeah. experience. Everyone's got opinions. There's and no one, right answer. One always has to be last because that's how lists work. That's We're not judging goes. or negating anyone's experience of these films. But I want to know where do you all think this is all heading? I have every time I've joined you guys in the show talked about how I have theories about it being a Thunderbolts Young Avengers combo attack, how I think long game, we're getting a, a spiritual sequel to Civil War by way of Kamala's Law, and I do think 
all of this ties into very important things. I also think if you look at phase four, halfway into phase one, there was not cohesion until Avengers, the end of phase one. If you look at phase two, things were leading to Age of Ultron, but they got to be disparate parts. Phase three really came together at Civil War and that all led to Thanos, but the post-credit scenes were a large part of this all unifying. Yeah. We're only halfway into phase four. It is a twice the length phase, but it doesn't make it any less uniting. I think we'll look back on this, just like we have at the other phases, with the weight of importance as it grows. What do you guys think and want? Um, I think, with all of this being said, I think the series are my favorite. Uh, the movies were great, but the Disney, I think Disney Plus really nailed it home. And also, I mean, they do have much more time to do that. It's like a, uh, an hour-long episode, six episodes, versus like one movie that's two hours. But I just, I think we should follow more closely to what, I know they probably want us to follow the movies, but more closely to what Disney Plus is saying than what the movies are saying. Mm. So I think we're kind of following this more so, keep more eyes closer to Disney Plus. I think these are like, uh, you read comics too, annuals and event comics. You know, like when you read like uh, a Secret Wars versus oh, yeah. the, the tie-ins of yes, Secret Wars. Yes. To me, this feels like the event books that are like, yes. okay, this, this summer, 100%. seven issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. But the shows are like your your floppies. Like every week your on dailies. Wednesday, you pick up your, your books. Yeah. So I agree with you. Yes. I feel like their big uniting thing will be like some form of uh, an incursion. Because everything, everything has like dimensions now. Every show, every movie, it's all about like, oh, there's dimensions or there's realms or like this is taking that. Mm -hmm. I feel like the big crossover is gonna be like all the factors from like the ground to the celestial, like everyone like joining together to be like, look, we all hate each other, but like, we, we gotta this, sort this out. This universe is gonna come <laughs> take it. Let's take them all out and then we'll deal with our stuff. And they planted uh, that seed as far back as Dark World, which we were just yeah, talking yeah. about. Like, Incursions in Dark World, that movie doesn't get, you know, a lot of love. Someone has to be last. Right. But <laughs> it, it does have some things. It's the first multiverse conversation. It's yeah. the first Incursion yeah. event. They They've been planting seeds ideas. for a while. Mm. Yeah. It feels like everything now is like dimensions and well, and gods. And universe and gods. Like the djinn and that. They, they yeah, did yeah. both gods and dimension yeah, recently. Yeah. It's like, okay, there's a lot. Mm -hmm. yeah. What are you thinking? I think it's heading towards Kang because of all these things mm -hmm. have like laid the groundwork and Kang had that 15 minute monologue at the end of Loki yeah. where he laid everything out and was like, you know, this dimension, this multiverse, you know, this, these things all lead to this. And so I think we're getting big bad Kang uh, <laughs> as our like big phase four baddie. He's going to be the new Thanos. Yeah. Um, and also it, this is for the general public. We need a bad guy. Yeah, like yeah. I don't think a Secret Wars is not to knock the public, but simple enough <laughs> right. for, for yeah. the kids to follow. You right. know, like, so. I do agree completely that the Kang moment, the moment where he crosses over that threshold is so important. Because we've talked about, mm -hmm. Kevin Feige said that's how the events of Doctor Strange were able to happen, was that moment. So I want to talk more about where we think it's going in a minute, but I know we just crossed. We do need to do some... This is important. Oh, wow. Viking swears. Aggressive Viking swears. Viking swears. Viking swears. All right, do the honors. Take, everyone take a Viking square. Right. A Viking square take square. A, take a square square from square drawer. This is, this word oh, is, I've got a lot of consonants in a row. Uh, black, black quin, black quin, which means black tooth, which I guess is like an insult, like you have a dead uh, tooth. In school we called it an old poop tooth, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, a little dead yeah. tooth around the way. Don't smile at me with your black, black, black twin, black, black quin. Black Queen? There's not you, enough are you, call, are you talking to me? Call me a Black, black Queen? Black Queen? <laughs> black Queen. <Yeah. laughs> That's um, my swear. I got one that I, I don't know if it's really a swear. I guess it could be um, Oskilgitten, which uh, means 
born out of wedlock. Use it in yep. a, that's like a bastard. Ooh. I didn't want to oh, say yeah. that much. I didn't want to say My dear, uh, your our child is an Osgotten. <laughs> that sounded that's cold legit. As hell. Yeah, that's cool as hell. You shooting fiery arrows off a boat with that one. <laughs> uh, this one says. Liquidback. You have also none of L's. That's yeah, definitely nah, that, LQ is a hard thing to. Yeah, Liquidback. Li- oh, uh, I don't know what which, that is. <laughs> it translates to fish belly. Oh. So uh, get out of my way, you stinky, slimy. Liquidback. Yeah, yeah. You told them. Yeah, I sure did. Uh, mine's a lot of L's. I got, I got sipil. S like sippy, and then pill oh, yes. like sipil. Sipil. Uh, and it means a pot liquor. So uh, that's a really tame insult. Who's but, uh, leaking pot? And a sipple in the Keep pot. Away. A sipple. Yeah, what away. is in the pot? You didn't do the dishes, you sipple. Yeah, yeah. Them, Take apparently. that. Yeah. yeah. Thank all you right. for all those super chatters out there. Uh, John Atten, uh, new master sixty nine. Thank you, Thank you Brian. <laughs> Brianna Johnson, Frey Girls. Uh, thank you for all your super chats. Um, we'll get to some of your questions at the, at the end of the show, I think. Now, before uh, we wrap up Phase 4, a couple more things we wanted to go over is, do we think that with the success of Spider-Man, we have ended our theoretical Sony-Marvel friendship? Mm. They're, they're homies, but like, there's no longer paperwork. Nah, do you think we'll keep I, I think Sony, Sony is literally not, not in the meanest terms, um, a cockroach. So <laughs> I said, I, I couldn't think It'll of a nice... all? That too. That too. But <laughs> I think they're constantly mm-hmm. like, finding a way to come back. Um, I from one of my friends, I'm not gonna say her that works at Marvel Studios is constantly saying how it's like they always have these limits for Sony, and Sony's like, well, we already did it, <laughs> so mm. it's like they're like, oh, you have to work with us now because we already put, we already threw it out here. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they they do that a lot. So I think Sony's gonna be like, no. I think they're gonna hold on to that partnership, Sony, especially because like you know they, they tried Morbius twice in the theaters and it didn't oh, wasn't yeah. a huge oh, Spider-Man 1.3 billion. Yeah, like yeah. it's one of the biggest movies in the history they, of movies. They like having the helping hand of. Of also, and, and I know I get crap about like you know how much I love things, but I think Sony really and this is they're not paying me to say this. They care so much about the fan experience, and I think they know that they want the fan experience to be tied into a universe that people love. Yeah. I think they know that people want to see these certain things, and Sony really invests in like how happy people are at these things. But uh, the last bit of thought is Hulk's. We got She-Hulk coming, and we've talked a lot about the legal stuff. Like I know you love that like flavor of, of Kamala's Law and the Civil War, all those things you can do. And we've got Doctor Doom coming, which we've talked about. And that means, I think as soon as Black Panther, we get a lot more of the government legislation side, mm. along with all the gins and depths and dimensions. <laughs> so I think we're going to get Kang and Doom as kind of a one-two punch. I think mm. Doom might be phase five. We plant him phase four. Kang's our phase four. We build up to that. But does that mean we have Hulk for Secret Wars? Do we have S.H.I.E.L.D.? Do we have both? Abominations in the trailer? What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. Definitely both. Because it looks like Hulk will be in the She-Hulk Disney Show Show. series. Yeah. So he's he's around being smart Hulk. Yeah. That's the direction it seems like um, Disney is taking the Hulk character. Uh, No no longer the big, dumb Hulk smash uh, (laughs) version Mark Ruffalo came into after taking it over from Ed Norton. Uh, But yeah, I think we have both Hulk and She-Hulk. And, uh, you know, jury's out on Red Hulk. You know, we'll see if that ever is a thing that they try to do. I, I know we, we lost uh, the actor who played Thunderbolt, but it'd be interesting to have someone else, another general or someone, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. get exposed to gamma radiation and, like, have a full-on Hulks film. There's mm-hmm. enough characters and there's enough of a fan base. Like, we could have a Captain Marvel's a Hulks. Yeah, I think that's Hulk works best with a team. Yeah. I feel like having <laughs> by himself because it's either the story he's in control or he's out of control. Right, yeah. Uh, and either story is, like, has limits. And a lot of people have complained 
with the MCU that Hulk's always been nerfed. Like he's right. never what he is capable mm -hmm. of. But that's also like what we you have if you have that as a story device, it's kind of like, well, how do now what do we do? Right. You have this unstoppable force. Yeah. Like you have to find a way to stop him. And they right. do it all the times in the comics. Well, He's constantly the, getting stopped in the The game. team mm. aspect you just mentioned, I think, is why we lost the Ed Norton take. Because yeah. obviously it didn't do as well as the other MCU Phase 1 films, but also the Ed Norton Hulk sequel they were talking about was like Hulk on like a walkabout, kind of like they've done with Thor. Right. But that doesn't allow the team dynamic. And I yeah. do think I love Ed Norton's Hulk, but I think Mark Ruffalo Hulk is a team Hulk yeah. versus Ed Norton's solo Hulk. Mm. But I like, a, I like a Hulk family movie. I'm not <laughs> that. Bring the kids. Yeah, bring all the Hulk. It'll be great. Have like a, a love fun. It. I mean, I, we all want like Planet Hulk, which they kind of did with Ragnarok. I, I think they did enough that I don't know if we're going to get more Planet yeah, Hulk. Yeah, I, I think Secret Wars might be another Gladiator Hulk, though. Oh, I think that way the Planet Hulk fans that wanted more Planet Hulk, they might get another taste of like ready to go. And yeah. it's canon. We've seen them be ready for that. Mm -hmm. Do uh, we have HelloFresh ads? Well, yeah, speaking of tastes. Because this guy's green. The delicious taste of HelloFresh. Uh, Director John running in now to talk about. He's walking. Uh, He's <laughs> coming in hot. Run, John, run! Uh, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit, and they're sending farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes right to your doorstep. Uh, you can choose from over 55 weekly options, so you can savor summer flavors right from home. Director, producer John, I, what are we supposed to call you? I don't even know. Uh, I tell, us, tell us about your HelloFresh experience. Eric and I are sharing a microphone because we didn't plan this very <laughs> well. Oh, delicious. Um, well, you're the producer and the director, so that's, that's right. It's you. my fault. Um, hi, everyone. Yes, so uh, we were short-staffed in the office last week, so I got to steal one of the HelloFresh meals, which was a real highlight. Um, I think we have some footage of this, if we can cut to it. Oh, so yeah. I made I made some delicious... Um, Look at that cutting board. It was like a, it was like a tortilla beef special. Um, and honestly, here's what I'll have to say about this meal. I didn't want to make it. I was very tired. <laughs> I was very, very tired, and I had to make it for work. And what Ooh. I'll say about that was, it was so freaking easy. And as soon as I got going, I like put on some music, I was vibing out. It was like such a delicious meal, so much better than whatever frozen crap I had in the freezer. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Oh, and the best the, part about it was, like there was like a good amount of <gasps> leftovers, oh. pretty delightful. There was a good amount of leftovers um, that I could just snack on for lunch the next day, pretty Perfect. good cold. Um, I am, uh, I live with two roommates, but we don't cook for each other. I cook for myself. And so one of the best parts about HelloFresh is not having a bunch of food kind of going to waste. They give you exactly right, what right. you need to make your meal. I didn't have to spend a bunch of money at the grocery store buying, you know, a whole container of shredded cheese or, you know, what a, a, and then a big packet it at of, yeah, <laughs> right, a big packet of tortillas that I wasn't going to get through. This was super easy, super convenient. Um, it showed up to our office, but you could send it right to your door. You don't have to go out. Um, hi, Jess. Um, so, if you are interested in getting HelloFresh, what would help us out on the show is if you go to HelloFresh.com slash BREAKROOM16 and use code BREAKROOM16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. So, uh, Zach also mentioned yesterday on the show, which I thought was really cool, if you're going on a vacation with your family, mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, you hit the grocery store on your way up if you're driving and you buy a bunch of stuff. You can actually send your HelloFresh uh, oh, to a temp location and, and just have it there either cool. either waiting for you or a s schedule it to show up Whoa, you know, while you're a day or two in. So you don't have to do that like, you know, like I grew up in Northern California. It was always a pain in the ass to go yeah. to like the expensive grocery store in Lake mm. Tahoe that upcharges all the tourists. So mm. send your HelloFresh to your vac vacation destination uh, and, and let HelloFresh know that we sent you.
What a flex. Vacationing. Yeah. That's right, baby. Oh, fancy. I like how you're, you keep going at people and you're like, you're flexing. You're flexing. Everyone's you're yelling. Flexing. You travel. Oh, yes, <laughs> people are flexing. You shop at Target. So yes, please flexing. go to HelloFresh.com slash Breakroom16 and use code Breakroom16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's code Breakroom16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Why is it Breakroom16? Uh, because you get 16 free meals and three free gifts. Ooh. Speaking of green <laughs> like the Hulk. Uh, speaking of green like the Hulk, can you hand me that? No, oh, I have no. it over here. Oh, you have it over here? Yeah. I got it coming from both ways. Oh. Hey. Both ends, baby. We got Athletic Greens. These are my babies. Uh, we also want to thank our friends at Athletic Greens. Tommy Bechtold started taking, <laughs> Tommy Bechtold, aka my husband, started taking AG1. Uh, because he wanted to get better gut health and more energy, and now he's been on it for two months and he loves it. With one delicious scoop of AG1, scoop it in there. I'm going to. I'm also scrolling. Here, I can you. help you. Okay. <laughs> we, we we don't we don't we, we like working solo here. Um, <laughs> oh, with one scooper. delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your Is day scoop right. The scooper's probably in here. No. Why don't you just pour a little bit in there? Like, it's Kool-Aid. You just do, you I eye can it. eyeball it. You eye it. Um, this special blend of ingredients support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at him because he keeps telling me I'm too young. Um, <laughs> and aging. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health in your arm. In your arms? In your arm. No, now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every right, day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements like Philip takes. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Yeah, they also have these travel packs. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash breakroom. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash breakroom to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Watch me juggle it. Uh, this is open. I can't juggle it. Don't juggle <laughs> yeah, probably it. Don't it's do open. That. You'll ruin your Morbin time shirt. Yeah, don't ruin Zach's very expensive Morbin time shirt. Uh, as I shake up this delicious AG1 for my Athletic Greens, I got to remind you folks, it's time for mandatory fun! Yeah! Man, I really like mandatory fun so much. That Play it again! <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. What do I do with this? Just twice. Uh, set it wherever you like. Uh, one of my favorite things about Thor Love and Thunder was seeing the new tourist industry that had sprung up around New Asgard. Well done, King Valkyrie. Really doing well for the business district. Uh, and I myself am a disgusting Disney adult, uh, so I really popped for this moment. I love seeing a theme park come to life. Uh, so in the vein of Infinity Scones, the Adore, or Infinity Cones, the adorable ice cream stand based around the annihilation of half the life of the universe. <laughs> Very dark. Uh, let's come up with some more attractions for New Asgard for this mandatory fun. Now, you get, I don't, you're not allowed to just make up a ride, okay? Uh, <laughs> I want to spice things up. Uh, and like I said, I'm a disgusting Disney adult with no children, walking around the park, eating whatever I want, kicking kids in the face. Uh, uh, we're gonna refurb some Disney attractions uh, uh, to fit in at New Asgard, okay? okay? So you'll draw, there's a couple restaurants in here. All right. You'll draw it, uh, think about it, and pitch me how it's gonna fit into New Asgard. But you gotta keep the elements of the ride there, okay? No just renaming. Do you wanna if do it, the example? Yeah, I'll give you an example. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a pro at this. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, kids and drawing go ahead and draw some out so you can think about it. Okay, I got the plaza in. 
which is the restaurant, lovely chicken dinner, fried chicken dinner they serve at the plaza. And so this will be a sit-down restaurant in New Asgard. This oh, will be called. Uh, <laughs> this will be called uh, a Valhalla. Valhalla, the Valhalla experience. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. uh, you'll have to get a reservation, and you'll be served a full Viking meal at the Valhalla experience, the Valhalla Inn. We'll call it the Valhalla oh. Inn. That's too easy. Uh, <laughs> you'll get a full Viking meal with a show, uh, all a la carte, and instead of fried chicken, uh, it's fried goat. Sorry. Sorry, mm. Someone in the chat said Shang-Chi and the Ten Onion Rings. Oh! oh. I'm not going to steal that from there. you, but that's a great there. idea. Well, you can't because it's got to be Valhalla and New Asgard. Oh, that's true. They yeah. would be like, who's Shang-Chi? <laughs> if Talo builds a theme park. We actually yeah. had this as a rogue theory question before, and the, it was when I taught, I said the Thunderbolt toss salad. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone got mad at me. Yep, it would be shocking. It would be it shocking. Would. <laughs> um, I got Pinocchio's Daring Journey, okay. which I assume is the ride where you go through the. Yeah, it's a, it's I've a never dark gone ride. on it. I okay. haven't gone on it's it because it's scary. so long, yeah. or the line is so long. So Pinocchio's Daring Journey. Clearly, this has got to be um, Thor's Daring Journey, mm -hmm. and this takes place. It's already like okay, it's like ten years after what we just saw in Love and Thunder, right? So you're on the ship with the goats that are endlessly screaming. And you keep going through, <laughs> the whole you're, you're going through the universe, but the goats oh. aren't always screaming. It's I a loop. You. It's like Small World, but instead of that horrible song, it's just these horrible goats screaming on a oh, loop. I like that. And um, it's fun. It goes really fast. And you see some of the favorite characters. You see King Valkyrie. Um, you see uh, you at the very end, it's the statue to Jane Foster. Um, even Darcy Lewis is there. Why? Because we love her. She's involved. So that's my uh, Thor's daring journey. Beautiful. Sweet. Beautiful. All right. So I randomly selected Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Oh, mm -hmm. good ride. I've never good been ride. on it. I just went to Disneyland for the first time back in like March. What? That was great. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, you live there. I do. <laughs> I go there so much. Beautiful. Both I'm a disgusting Disney. Ah. <laughs> Kicking kids. No yeah. kids. <laughs> Kicking kids. Gotta get, get, get them out of the way. way. I'm yeah. collecting pins. Get out of my way. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, how to new Asgard this up? Well, Wild Ride makes me think of the Bifrost. Oh. So mm. I would think this would become the Bifrost Frolic. Where oh. you're just skipping along and getting drunk, and the floor is all rainbow colored or gnarly, and sometimes it, it wobbles, and then there's like a conveyor belt in the middle somewhere part of it, and that's also rainbow colored, so you can't always distinguish it from the actual floor. <laughs> and then you just slip and slide and fall and just wild ride around. Oh, okay, I yep. like that. Bye, Frost Frolic. Mookie in the chat said Loki Pokey Bowls and Sushi. Ooh. Ooh. You guys Loki in the Pokey. chat. Y'all clever. You guys are matching. They should get a writing job. What's Y'all, not even a writing job. You guys uh, go to Shark Tank. <laughs> Shark Tank is the Marvel. Take it to Kevin Feige. Love it. So we got Matterhorn Bobsleds. I hate oh, that ride. And this one seems very simple to me because we have in Ragnarok Thor getting strapped to that chair and being launched through tunnels. And I feel like I want the experience of being strapped into a bobsled and just being launched into a it, place that I land with Jeff Goldblum. Is it, yeah, I was like, I, you're I, you now a, meeting the Grand Wizard. And as you fly through, you see the... No, wait, no, not the Grand Wizard. But, <laughs> different thing. No! We did not meet the Grand Wizard. No, I didn't mean not it. The, <laughs> they bleached their eyebrows, too. Uh, but no, you, you experience the old Asgard history while you're oh, like, like flying that. by, and then when you land, you get to the final destination, which is, you know, the Grand Master himself, not Wizard. Very important <laughs> distinction. <laughs> I like that. Those were all great. Good job. We Great did mandatory it. We did it. We oh, gotta keep other... going. We have so much. We have so Dumbo's many flying. I'm not gonna. I, I just want to see the other rides. I know. It's just like you're Space there. Mountain. It's just like you're there. 
Dwayne the Rock Candy as oh, Guardian clever. Turkey Leg. Ooh. Oh, okay. Also, uh, let the record show everyone hates Eternals, but I won the ranking. Oh, yes. Very, very <laughs> marginally. Dwayne deserved to win the ranking. He did give a very impassioned ah. speech. Yeah. As quick as I could. But I also I want to note that you couldn't see mine at the very end and already started voting. <laughs> Those are very close, though. Very close. They're very close. Yeah, super close. The, the, the live chat was angry at me for going so long, but I had I had passion. <laughs> I had things to say. No, very thorough. I, I had think opinions. We need passion, and we need opinions. You gotta have that. They passion. love you. Yeah, they love it. They love uh, it. They hate you. But, but Jessica, they <laughs> love your Asgard attraction. Is it because of the Thunderbolt house salad? Because that <laughs> I think they added that on. Uh, it's a good. Yeah. It's a good Caesar salad. It just has a lot of condiments. Yeah. Good job. Ch <laughs> a lot this. of roughage in the toss salad. Yeah, you got to dig through a lot of garbage oh to get there. Oh my gosh! Uh, the man is dead. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. His spirit will live on in this toss salad. You guys, it's time for our second discussion. We're gonna talk about. And I'm sorry if I'm coming off a little sleepy. It just hit. Uh, it just hit. Let me tell you, Miss Marvel has its finale tonight. And now I don't know what I'm gonna do. Uh, the sadness of like any Marvel Disney Plus show ending, even like Kenobi, I was like, what am I gonna do now? What am I gonna do now? <laughs> I know we were double dipping on, on yeah for a couple weeks there for a little while. Tuesdays were magic. And I'm very excited for the finale. It was nice to see her in the the Marvel logo during Thor. She like pops up in the arm. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, little little She's girl part of the family. family. Little girl made it. I love it. Oh, that was me when I saw Moon Knight. I was like, yeah. oh, that was <laughs> yeah. Moon Knight. I literally went to the moon and went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but tonight is the finale, and a promo promises to change everything. I think we got a clip to play real quick. I think I have this power for a reason. Be the first. We're with you till the end. To witness the finale. We wouldn't want you getting into any trouble. That changes everything. Trouble. I was never. Marvel Studios, Miss Marvel. I agree with someone in the chat that says, I truly just don't even know how Ms. Marvel's going to end. I completely agree. I feel like there's so many open ends to where it can go. But are, I think one that I think is a common is, are we more likely to see, Cap are we going to see Captain Marvel? Is she finally going to show up at the very end? I think, um, or anyone else for that matter, but I think a big strong reasoning for her to show up at the very end is every episode she's getting, getting pieces of her costume and then she finally will get her name. And uh, I think I like that, that will be the closer when uh, she finally okay. meets her her idol, and she's like, "I am Miss Marvel." So I think this will be the like fully. Me now she here's her outfit. Here she is. Mm -hmm. Here she goes. Do you think she's gonna show up, or do you think someone else? What's more likely, Captain Marvel or anyone else? I mean, they gotta have like Captain Marvel show up in the show. If they don't do it, what's the point? Well, it could they be, gotta it do it. It could be Monica. It I, could that be would Monica. be that would be my only thing is that maybe it's Monica, but like it's gotta be Captain. You got to do it. Mm. You got to do it. Mm -hmm. I think it's Captain Marvel. Yeah. I think that setting up this show, they figured out those scheduling conflicts <laughs> and like whatever he had to do. And I do, it might be a post credit scene though. It'd be like a great uh, post credit. Because yeah, yeah, it might yeah, literally yeah. be like the old phase too where they shoot it and it's actually in the next movie. Like no, this might oh, be a yeah. scene it's from true. the Marvels. Marvels. Mm -hmm. So I think she will show up but it might be post credit. Yeah, I think it's Monica Rambeau. I think, I think uh, okay. Photon Spectrum or whatever name she you know, picks for herself. Depends in the mood. Uh, <laughs> we'll come in and, and show. Now, I, I do think we will get some embiggening from mm. Kamala Khan. I think that'll be like a big reveal or the mm -hmm. like last blow, final it battle. Like, it'll be her. It'll be her and like stretching. Cool. Yeah, that'd be. I think. Uh, I, I think so. that's. That'd I think that's fun. where we're going to. Uh, someone says, "What about Nick Fury?" Some people have been saying Nick Fury in the chat. 
I feel like Wong's the new Nick Fury. <laughs> I, Wong's Wong's Wong, popping Wong around. First refusal. Like, Wong's yeah. the wet blanket that Nick Fury no, is. Yeah, Wong's popping through portals magic. like I got a special team. Yeah, yeah. He knows magic, and I love magic. I love a man that can do close-up magic, and I love Wong. Um, oh, I do. I want him to be the new Nick Fury. Has portal will travel. He just pops around. I love that guy. I think with Nick Fury showing up in this, I think uh, we'll we'll see that in the Marvels more so than this. Is like mm-hmm. I think they're gonna. I think we'd see. Uh, Photon. I think we see Monica before we see Nick Fury. Mm. Um, I'm still holding out for like my theory that Photon and Captain Marvel are gonna beef, <laughs> trying to train Kamala, and Ooh. then they're gonna figure out that Kamala doesn't really need training. She's really good as is, and she's gonna bring them back together because we know that there's still that disdain between Carol Danvers and uh, Monica Rambo. Uh, and I also think Carol killed her mom. Uh, that, that, this is a theory that is so deep that I've been writing with probably not true, I, I, but I will die on the hill. Uh, will the final battle be with the DODC or Kamran? Ooh, good question. I don't think, I think he's good right now, right? He's, you don't think he's like trying to use Bruno to get to Kamran? I don't know. Emerging. It did seem like they were like, did his mom take him over or just like mm. give him power? Yeah, we were talking about that. Like, is that corruption? Is it possession? Yeah, yeah. Like, what level of her is in him? Yeah. I do think there's influence. I just don't know if they're going to go full on, like, but the Jin thing, we haven't really established yet. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the final battle will, will be against Kamran. And he is like possessed by his mom or something. The DOGC, I feel like, is a weird MacGuffin where it's like, mm. you, you already did the like Shields bad story. I think they're long like, game. Making them, making DOGC bad is weird. Oh, they're definitely bad, but I uh, think they're bad because the government. The big but yeah, bad, yeah, yeah. I think they're uh, the big bad overarching, and I yeah. think that's gonna be like maybe some scroll influence, maybe yeah. some like moments. I, I like but the, I don't think they're the big bad of the series. I think yeah. they're the big bad of the series. Especially face. with like yeah. She-Hulk kind of setting up that she's working for the DOGC, which is gonna be interesting. Mm. Wait, say again. She-Hulk working for the. Oh DOGC. yes, yes, yes. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think she finds out while working for them they're not so great. I they're think that's so the reveal great. in She-Hulk mm. is that she's defending them. She's our first superhero returning. Then she finds out they're actually yeah. like not great. Yes. They've been given too much power. I think the DODC, like uh, Koi said, the DODC is the villain, you guys. The DODC, <laughs> uh, they're not going to give us that Dramatic episode where cause. they're completely... Well, that episode made me so upset at how racist they were being. Yeah, you like, don't how those guys get away with that. They're never going to be good, but I think Cameron's going to turn bad when he recognizes like his mom died and no one stopped it. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it happens. I love my mom. She I'll turn stabbing into a villain. people! Hey, my mom is a good person. <laughs> <laughs> you can go around stabbing people and expect to, um, to live. Do we think that it's more likely that Bruno... What's more like no. Bruno? <laughs> I'm reading the question out loud. I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> Bruno is not going to get powers. Uh, I don't think Bruno will get powers. Or, but well, more likely, well, more likely Bruno or the mom. I assume this is what you're talking about. Yeah. Get what's powers. more likely to happen? Does Bruno get powers, or does the mom get powers? This is a world where mm. one of these things has. I to think happen. the mom still has the ability to have the powers. I think it's in their family. Right. But Bruno in the comics, I loved his storyline of him actually getting injured by Kamala and then going to travel into Wakanda to study. And I think that would still happen in the series if there was a second season. Um, we need to recognize, like, she is. She's amazing, she's great, but she's also kind of reckless with her powers, so once that power's actually hurt someone closer, that's when it's going to make her realize that, oh, my powers can be bad. And we already saw that established with the kid in episode mm-hmm. three or whatever. Yeah. I think his arm gets hurt in this explosion. Yes, yes. As we come out of this and Bruno's arm gets hurt. already hurt from the, the chair. <laughs> oh, yeah, he got to get more. And I think, that's, I think that's an awakening, too, is, like, how much trouble he's been getting in just because Kamala. Mm-hmm. is like, he loves her, and he's like, 
I got hit with a chair. I'm getting killed by villains. <laughs> I got exploded. Um, I got exploded. I'm going to MIT or wherever uh, Cal Arts, whatever the Caltech. Uh, John said we can go a little bit over for the discussion. Just I, I know okay. I, I noticed you were getting trigger hip, trigger happy. With I'm the, trigger happy on the controller. Uh, is it more likely that Kamala will be revealed to be inhuman, Kree, or mutants slash enhanced? Not mutants. Mm, definitely not mutants. Inhuman. Uh, <laughs> I'd say inhuman, if anything. Um, because there's there's been ties with the the kind of light she emits, right? Kind of working as a sort of uh, terrigen mist in the series, or as a as a placeholder or like mm-hmm. a, a, a cousin to it. So I think that'll be the reveal that she isn't a human, and her you know Asha and all the uh, mm-hmm. ancestors are inhumans. Are inhumans, yeah. Her I thought it was really weird when they like touched the the veil or whatever, and they. Kind of rocked up and then crumbled, which yeah. that reminded me of like Terra Jets. It's like making that cocoon. That's, I, I'm thinking it's definitely akin to it. I think it's yeah. I think it's a seed planting and it that we'll get so back to. It's so weird to like everyone thinks it's weird to throw out like clandestines, which was like a weird small thing in Marvel, and then also this gin thing. And it's like, what is all this new stuff? Mm-hmm. I think it's all misleads. And they just had like an Inhuman in Multiverse of Madness, yeah. right? So it's like, are they gonna make this real or not? I don't know. Is it possible that they're just throwing a lot of things out there so in four years they can be like, oh, now we can actually put it down on paper? Maybe. Almost guaranteed. Yeah. But it makes me so mad that that's the case. I think <laughs> they just were like, like, I also think they're like, mislead, 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 yeah. and then go back and be like, oh. this one worked best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that, no, I, I, I'm not hating on Phase 4 at all, but I do see that happening a lot in Phase 4 movies recently where I'm like, you guys gave us like five different like outlets, and then I think it's only because in the next movies you're going to be like, we can choose one. We can choose yeah. this one. You don't have to think about the other ones. And I'm like, okay, are you lying to me or is this a misdirect? Which one is it? <laughs> um, are we more likely to see a scroll or Cree in the finale? I would like to see a scroll. Well, Agent Cleary <laughs> is definitely something. You think he's a scroll? I think he's something. Mm. I think he's something. I mean, if it is, if they are going to make her uh, inhuman, then I think you got to see a Cree. Yeah. Or I think Cree is, I think both are likely. I think Cree is like mandatory. Like, I think Cree is necessary to end the series. Cree? But, yeah. But I think, because we already saw a Cree hand. Oh, the hand, yes. So, like, I think hand. we see a Cree to explain the other, I think maybe another bangle. I think that's the word yeah, we're the using. second one. Yeah, I think we one? get that in the last episode, and I think it's attached to a Cree. Okay. Like a whole whole ass creek. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want <laughs> his, his arms missing from the yeah. yeah. Where's my arm? And why I, didn't it guy decompose it all? And all these times my bangle, but you didn't get my hand. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. Um, do we think there's gonna be any fun post credit fun cameos or setups? Yeah. The, do you think like the there'll probably be a post credit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's gonna be just like a fun like ha ha hi here's me, or do you think it's gonna be like very important? Like really set something up for either like She-Hulk. I, I think, which is like not at all the anything factual. I think that um, in the finale we're gonna get uh, more of the Kree stuff, more of the comic book line, or at least what I thought of. But I think the post credit will be fun, and it'll like show that one of her closer friends is also a soup. A superhero. Different friends. Becca. You can't be Becca. Uh, so I, I think they can. I think they'll stray a lot, uh, stray away from what was um, the timeline in the comics and the timeline even here, and add an additional character that was not mm. at all thought of. Mm. And I really would love it to be her brother. Oh, he's so yeah. charming. Good he's, acting. Mm. Yeah, he's uh, great. I want there to be Captain Marvel at the end, maybe post-credit, maybe very end, and then I think maybe a She-Hulk nod, like a tease. Mm. I think She-Hulk might get 
like teed up. You think? It would yeah. be nice. It does feel like these shows have kind of been drifting on their own mm-hmm. little island. I would like to see them tied together. I think eventually She Hulk defends Kamala. Yeah. So I, I'd like to see her even like even if they're not meeting, like just like setting up her show. I Walk like by that. a Jennifer Walters ad. I want. Oh, well, who did I want? I wanted uh, Jennifer Walters to first represent someone else. I want her. I just want her to go against. I want to represent Zendaya, like that courtroom, like that, that whole scene where she's like defending yeah, Peter. Yeah. Like, yeah. obviously we can't now because the way they ended it, but like that dynamic. I just hope we hear Blade off screen in the post credit scene. And being like, one. don't touch that bangle. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I need that. And he's with uh, just the guy. Just Blade off screen. Just for Blade for a while. Come on, ready to die. <laughs> She's like, who are you? How did you get in my house? <laughs> some uh, humans are always trying to ice get a pill. <laughs> we, ran, we ran some polls in the chat. Uh, would you like to see Captain Marvel or Protoc cameo? 60% saying Captain Marvel. 75% saying the final battle will be the DODC. Mm. All, the government's bad. We got to take them down. Uh, is it more likely Kamala to be revealed as an inhuman or not? Uh, 57% saying inhuman. That's fun. Uh, and are we going to see a skull or a Cree or neither? Neither? Cree, 48%. I think mm, we're yeah. it's very strong on the Cree. Mm, They're the coming pe- back on the Cree. The I just wanted to find a way to bring Ronan back. I like Ronan so much. The I accuser? So much fun. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I Pace like had him. a good time. Taking the baths, need... putting on the makeup. I just like Dancing. <laughs> Dancing around. I think I'm looking most forward to, in movies-wise, uh, the Marvels, and I just need to see... I just need them to finally get into the same room together. Did you see Nia Takasa's Candyman? Yes. So incredible. Yeah. Like, I'm so much more excited oh, that, for Marvel's and too. that's where you, like, that now your I'm first excited. love for Tiana Paris? Yeah. Yes. And, like, I also yeah. didn't, like, Captain Marvel's fine, but, like, yeah. Candyman's incredible. Candyman. <laughs> Tiana Paris is amazing, and she was so good as Monica, but I, I just want them, all, all the three women in the same room, yeah. finally being like, look at us, a family, and then mm-hmm. uh, Monica be like, nah. <laughs> Don't touch me. Well, also, the director of Candyman's teaming up with her again to direct Marvel's too. Oh, there you go. So it's the director oh, and her. It's a combo attack, and that movie's mm-hmm. so good. Yes. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, but thank you guys for tuning in today. We're so excited for the Miss Marvel finale this evening. Be sure to catch it before we talk break room tomorrow, because I'm sure we'll be uh, breaking it all down uh, tomorrow on the show. And thank you for all your super chats today. Don't forget, if we raise $1,000 by the end of the week, we're shaving Tommy from from head to toe. Uh, it's going to be beautiful. No, not head to toe. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. If we do head to toe, uh, I call his back. I don't want to do that part. I don't want to part of I'm not parts. filming that day. Not here. <laughs> you want to call the good parts. Thank you to all our super chatters today. Uh, Jack of Hearts, JP Kwan, Elijah Bowser, Chrissy. So many super chats. Uh, Veray, JSP, CLG Comics. Thank you all. Uh, and thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, uh, we'll see you here tomorrow on The Break Room, live, right here, same time, same channel, same place. Maybe same people. Who knows? You'll have to tune in and find maybe, out. Maybe same people. <laughs> thank you so much. We'll catch you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.